0: One thing that I think is super important to remember is what success is when sharing the gospel. And it's simply sharing. It's not having that person give their life to Jesus. Your job is to share and let the Holy Spirit do the work. And I think that can be super comforting because it's like, oh, all I have to do is ask these questions and share these verses. And the outcome is up to the person's choice
1: working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling.
2: Hello, everybody. It's good to be with you on this fine summer day.
1: It is, and it's definitely summer. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Steve. Hey, Brad. How are you? Is that the end of the show? No. We're just getting started. Why are
2: you reading, already? Started. I Good don't know. Tonight. I'm just I'm just uh, recollecting the conversation I just had with Jenna Dahl. Ooh. Yes. She is a part of First Priority up in Kansas City. Oh. She is a sixteen year old student who has been sharing the gospel since she began her walk with Jesus officially at the age of twelve. Hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, became a part of us because of her dad and her dad's cousin, Dustin and Jason and uh, just being a part of First Priority because they're passionate about talking about the gospel and what God can do for us. I have with me, Jenna Dahl. Jenna, welcome to the program today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Um, Would you take a moment for our listeners? I know some of uh, our crew and our fans, if they were at the fall conference, man, was that in 2019 maybe? I got to meet you and and Jason, your dad, and Dustin. Your Dustin, your he's not your uncle, but yeah,
0: I call him my uncle, but he's technically somehow my cousin. I think. <laughs>
2: there you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, would you introduce yourself and uh, yeah, a little bit maybe about your family and and how you're all connected here, things of that nature.
0: Yeah. So I'm Jenna. Um, I'm 16 years old, and I work for a ministry called. My share pal. Um, So my family, yeah, my dad is Jason and we all love First Priority. love being able to support it and be a part of it. I'm excited Mm -hmm. that they're coming to Kansas City because that's where I'm from. And yeah, so we love First Priority and we also have a ministry um, called My Share Pal and My Share Pal is um, a free and evangelism app that helps followers of Jesus clearly and confidently share the gospel. So I shared the gospel for the first time when I was 12 and my share Paul has helped me personally be able to share the gospel consistently mm-hmm. and I'm excited to talk about it today. so
2: nice nice. well I'm excited to hear about it. Before we jump into that, tell us a little bit more. Um, I know everybody listening is already impressed because you said you were 16 which means you were 14 when you were at the fall conference talking to all of us. Yeah. And uh, you already said that you work for a ministry at the age of 16. So uh, you're, you're throwing crazy things out there already. So, you know, tell us a little bit about your passion for the gospel and just your testimony what God's done in your life.
0: Yeah, so I'm growing up in a Christian home. And so I've always known who Jesus is. And I gave my life to him at a very young age. But I would say that I truly started making my faith my own and living it out when I was 12, almost 13. And what kind of made me make my faith my own was seeing how the gospel needs to clearly be shared and realizing that my purpose is to make Christ known. And so I remember one it was my first year going to my church camp and before we went to camp we like sat down with the small groups that we were going to have while we were there and we're all going around and sharing our stories and one of the girls was like oh yeah i don't know jesus i'm choosing to not follow him right now and so in that moment i was like oh my goodness i need to share the gospel with her and so i went home had my dad teach me how to share the gospel and then when I was at camp, I shared the gospel with her and she ended up accepting Christ. And so in that moment, I was like, okay, this is what I am made to do. This is what I'm here for is to make Christ known and share the gospel, no matter where I am and what I'm doing. And it was cool because I actually used the system that my SharePal uses to share the gospel. And it was such a like clear, easy way where I didn't have to worry about what to say. Um, obviously it was my first time sharing the gospel. So I was a little yeah. nervous, but it went really well, and I just continued to do that. And now I'm, you know, 16, and I've been able to share with over 70 people and lead 44 people to Christ using my SharePal. And I don't mm-hmm. say that, you know, to get like recognition or anything, but I know yeah. those numbers because my SharePal actually keeps track of how many people you have shared the gospel with and how many accepted, and so it's. Yeah also cool for accountability because i can look at that and be like oh like my numbers are still the same as last week i should probably go share yep. the gospel and so yeah. anyways yeah i um have been able to just really find my identity in christ and my purpose and making him known because of what he has done in my life so
2: yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome so jumping into the my share pal thing um what's that thing i i use the term loosely um Jump jump into that. Tell, tell people more about that. And then I want to get into um, asking you a little bit more, you know, sharing the gospel for the first time, having somebody come to know Jesus, you know, and how my share pal may have changed how you share the gospel from that first time at the age of 12 through. But tell people a little bit more about my share pal first and yeah. uh, what it is, how they use it, why it's different from other gospel presentations, things like that.
0: For sure. So the problem that we're trying to solve with My Share Pal is the fact that less than 2% of Christians are sharing the gospel and that 95% of Christians have never led somebody to Christ. But then at the same time, statistics tell us that 99% of leaders and ministries or churches believe that it is everyone's job, um, every believer's job to, pre- to share the gospel with the lost world. Yeah. So it's like, we believe that we're supposed to do it, but it's just not happening and we're not doing it. And so- yeah. Then we created my SharePal and it's a free app that just helps people clearly and confidently share like you do not have to worry about what to say, you don't have to worry about debating or offending someone. And it's cool because like I mentioned earlier, you can also know how many people you have shared the gospel with and how many have accepted and said yes to follow. Jesus. And ministries really like that too, because we can give ministries and churches a ministry code. So anyone in their church or ministry can put that code in. And if you're a ministry leader or a pastor, you can see how many people have shared the gospel and led somebody to Christ within your ministry. And so like for me, I have my church's ministry code in my app. And it's cool because I get to see the number going up of people leading others to Christ. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of what my sharepal is just to help equip believers to share the gospel. so
2: and, and one of the things that I love about it is, like you said, you don't need to, you know, know all the answers because you're asking really good questions. And one right. of the things Dustin has said to us multiple times is, you know, when, when people think of sharing the gospel, they think they need to have all of the answers Well, really you just need to have a really good question. Um, mm-hmm. because asking a really good question and listening, like let, let's give an example what are your spiritual beliefs? All right. Uh, yeah. it's not going to be a competitive conversation because pe- you're just asking somebody their, their spiritual beliefs and they get to answer. You're going to listen to them and they're mm-hmm. going to feel affirmed. And then you can go, if the Holy spirit allows a step deeper and say, well, Who is, who do you believe Jesus is and walk down that road and then listen again. And by listening, affirming their answer, if you will, but just continue to get deeper and deeper and deeper into, to the point where, yeah, then you start, Hey, do you mind if I read this Bible verse and ask you what you think about that? Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool because you just truly are listening without debate just you're asking them so there's five questions do you have mm-hmm. any type of spiritual belief to you who's jesus do you believe in heaven and hell if you died right now or would you go and why and if there is an easier way to understand how to get to heaven would you want to know it so you ask them those five questions and you just listen like i've had right. people say some crazy things about what they believe but i don't mm-hmm. go whoa 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 wait a minute let me tell you what's actually the truth even though i do know what the truth is i yes. am gaining their respect and showing them that i care about them because i do want to hear what they believe and I do want to hear what is important to them and Mm -hmm. where their spiritual beliefs come from and so then once they're like oh like she respects me she wants to hear what I believe then I can go into those verses and it's actually cool um, because whoever I'm sharing the gospel with I have them read the verses and so Um, the first verse is Romans three twenty three for all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. So I go, Hey, can you read this first for me? So they read it out loud and I ask them, what does that say to you? And so with each one of the verses that is in my share pal, you're having them read it and they're understanding um, different pieces of the gospel with each verse. And yeah. what's helpful too, is if you're ever like, Oh no, I don't know what to say. Or what am I trying to help them understand here? There's like a little info button and it'll just be like, Oh, you're looking for an answer. Like, and it'll tell you, what we're trying sure. to help them understand in that moment. So we made it super simple, just like yep. press the arrow forward. You don't ever have to be like, Oh, what do I say next? In fact, yep. you're really not talking. You're letting yep. the Holy Spirit and the scripture do the work, which I mm-hmm. think is super cool. It gets yourself out of the way. And it's really like, okay, yep. let's read this scripture. And I'm just going to ask you questions. Yep.
2: yep. That's right. Yep. So let me ask you this question. I'm assuming because you just rattled most, I mean, just about Half of the presentation out in those questions that you have the whole thing memorized, but do you have the app open and just kind of click through and then hand your phone to the person and have them read the book, the thing right on the My SharePal app? Is that how you do it?
0: Yes. Yeah, so because I have shared so many times and it is so simple, really, yeah. once you share it like five times, you're gonna have the questions memorized. But yeah. I still always do pull out the app for a couple different reasons. One is. Um I do, so they do read the verses, and okay. the verses are right there, so I can just have them read it off of my phone. And then two, yeah. it also keeps track of those numbers. So when I put their name in and I hit start a conversation, it, you know, adds another person that I've had sure. a conversation with on the app. Yep. Um, yep. And I and again sometimes there are times where I will freeze up, you know, I'll be like, okay, yep. wait, what's the next question? I can still ah. just glance down and see it, even though sure. I've done it a bunch sure. of times. So yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. yeah, I know for me going back to you know getting out of the way, asking the questions and listening, um, I always feel like I'm pretty smart. I have that kind of issue. I'll just confess that right here and was walking mostly through the, my share Pal thing. I had a, a neighbor. Um, he knew I was a preacher, if you will, even though I'm not a pastor um, by trade, but he knew I was in ministry. He came uh, while my kid was getting on the bus a couple, like a, two months ago now and was just crying and wanted to talk. And so then I went back the next night and just started talking to him, asking him some questions And yeah, I was feeling like I was smart. So I was going to just start kind of just, you know, doing my own thing with it. And he was just rebutting the stuff that I was saying. I'm like, yeah, this isn't getting me anywhere. I just need to stick with the questions and very Mm -hmm. quickly realize that it's there for a reason and don't try to get out in front of, you know, what God can do just through the scriptures and reading scripture to people, having them read scripture and letting God do the work. It's uh, it's super cool. I love that about the My Share Pal.
0: For sure. For sure. And I think that's the key because it can be really easy to be like opinionated within those things. I mean, I'm the same way. I typically think that I'm right. I typically think that I know what to say and or what the right thing is. And so for me, I think my share Paul can do two different things. Either maybe you have a quieter personality, like some of my friends who are naturally introverted and don't feel comfortable talking to people though just them having all they have to do is ask questions and that is like really comforting to them because they don't have to try to explain something but then on the other hand you have somebody like me and it's super helpful because it's like okay i don't have to worry about getting off track or like sharing some stupid opinion that doesn't matter like i can make sure i'm staying on track sharing the clear gospel and what matters in this moment and what matters for them to understand right now so
2: yeah right that's right So do you have a story or two from the history? I know you have maybe 44 stories because you gave that number (laughs) out there, right? But do you have one or two that you want to share with us in our audience today?
0: Yeah. um, So one thing that happened really early on when I started using the app was since I was like super encouraged by um, just me being able to have conversations about the gospel, I wanted to teach a lot of my friends how to do the same. And so one night I was at my youth group and I sat down with my friend and I literally in 10 minutes just walked her through the app, showed her how to do it really quick. I was like super simple. And I mean, it it wasn't like some one hour training, you know, it was just like, okay, this is what it is. Let me show you. And then that night she led somebody to Christ. Like, and I was just super encouraged by it because I was like, we overcomplicate things so much. We think that we have to be, um, we have to have all the right answers. We have to have been through multiple evangelism trainings at our church or whatever it is, but it's like, no. And she was like 13 at the time too. So it was wow. like, we sat down. I was like, here it is. And she's like, okay, awesome. And then she sat next yep. to a girl. She didn't know that night and share the gospel with her and she gave her life to Christ. And so that wow. was really, really cool. That is um, cool. And then another one that I can think of too is I met a girl a couple years ago um she's a couple years younger than me and i was able to share the gospel with her she gave her life to christ and then it's also it's just encouraging every time you see somebody give their life to christ and then they're a part of your life and they start living it out and you see the life change um, because some of these people i share the gospel with were strangers and i don't know them and i just kind of handed them off to somebody else for discipleship or to get connected in a local church but um one of the girls that are a couple of the girls that I've been able to share the gospel with, I've been able to disciple and it's always just sure. encouraging to see them um, continue to live for Christ. And then what's been super cool too, is they have now started sharing the gospel using my share pal. So it's just cool to see, cause it's like I shared with you and now they're making disciples and it's really disciples making disciples, what we're called to do. And so yeah. I am always encouraged by that. So that's super cool. That's yeah. Super cool.
2: Uh, A thought that or question that comes into my mind is I'm assuming you're not just picking people out in the grocery store and walking up to them, asking them what their spiritual beliefs are. Are you sitting in a context? What is your context for these these things? And yeah, I I know it's a prompting of the Holy Spirit kind of a thing, right? That, hey, God just laid this on your heart. God knows this person needs to hear about Jesus. Right. But is there a, a. kind of a mentality that you have walking into these conversations and how do you decide?
0: Yeah. Well, in my brain, I'm like, okay, everybody needs to know Jesus. So yep. I just kind of am like, you know, I don't, there's not necessarily like a feeling that I wait for, like, oh, I can tell that the Holy Spirit. Now there are times like that where I'm like, I know it's clear that yep. I need to share the gospel with this person. And right. it's usually when I go, oh, I'm not going to share the gospel right now. But it's like, no, I need to share the gospel right no. now. Um and but yeah, so I would say Because it is so conversational, and I just start by asking questions like, really, if I'm just in a conversation with somebody. So, there's been times right where I meet somebody at church and I share the gospel with them. There's been times where I'm getting coffee with somebody and I just ask them those questions. And then, um, I start that spiritual conversation. And then there's also been times where, like, I don't know, there's random times like one time I was at a park and I shared the gospel with a mom, or like, what time I was at, you know, like it just really depends. I don't, I think the main thing is it's more of a one-on-one type conversation where um, you are sitting down and have a little bit of time to talk to somebody.
1: That's
2: right. That's right. I would agree. I would agree. What about uh, the nerves you mentioned? uh, You know, you feel the prompting. You're like, Oh yeah, I need to share the gospel here. And you say, no, I'm not going to share the gospel. You know, what is your strategy I guess, if you will, for overcoming the nerves or the doubt or things of that nature?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of just stop thinking and just go do, I don't really, (laughs) I kind of, I mean, I think prayer obviously is super helpful. That's something that, um, I'm definitely growing in as far as if I see somebody and I'm like, okay, I need to share the gospel with them, or I'm in a conversation and I'm like, I need to start asking them these questions, just saying a quick prayer and asking the Lord for peace because the the Lord wants us to share about him, right? Like we know the truth and we want to give that to other people. And so if we're just like, Hey Lord, give me some boldness right now. And also some yeah. peace and give me the words to say, and just really getting yourself out of the way and letting the Lord do the work. Cause anytime I try to get myself too involved, it doesn't, it doesn't go well, but yeah. I think that is a key. And then also just Like the first time I shared the gospel with me, I had told a couple of friends that I was planning to share the gospel that week. And Mm -hmm. I was about to actually not share the gospel with this girl. I was like, okay, no, you know what? She's fine. (laughs) like Whatever. And I had a couple of friends go, no, you need to go sit down with her and share the gospel with her Mm -hmm. right now. And so I think that was helpful for the first time because I had that, I had people challenging me and encouraging me to do that. But then I think the first time was definitely the hardest. And now it's something I feel like that's more natural and I'm just used to doing it. But definitely the first few times is when it feels scary because you feel like you don't know exactly what you're doing. But I mean, the Lord will give you the words to say. And I mean, even though there has been times where I'm like, oh, that conversation went better than the other. It's like, I know that the Lord still wanted me to share the gospel with these people. So yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but.
2: <laughs> no, it does. It does. It, it uh, brings the reality of it. It's a great, everything is a good idea, right? And My Share Pal is a good idea, but you're, you're bringing very practical, yeah, feelings and thought to it that help all of us resonate with, with actually jumping in and doing it. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I would take the moment. So how can we find the My Share Pal app and things for those listening who have never heard of My Share Pal before? What, uh, what do they need to do in order to find it?
0: Yeah. So you can just go to um, the app store and it's just my share Pal, one word and okay. download it. It's a free app. So you want to pay for anything. And we're also on all social medias, um, mainly Instagram and Facebook, just at my okay. share Pal. and So you can follow us there to just stay connected and hear about stories of people who are sharing the gospel and some who also have accepted Christ because somebody shared the gospel with them. So and then if you are a part of a church or a ministry or even Mm -hmm. just a small group or Bible study who would be interested in being trained or understanding how to use this more, if you have questions, just DM us on social media and we will definitely love to talk. So.
2: Yep. And earlier you mentioned codes. First Priority has codes. It's in the city staff drop box if you're in in, uh, a director or coordinator with us. If you don't have access to that, you can reach out to me, Brad at fpofamerica.com, and we can get you the code for your area so that you can all follow along with that. I will put a, a note in there that the new places like Kansas City and Fort Worth do not yet have codes, so we will work on that if you're in a new place and get some codes for you so you can follow along um, and and do a training. And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Jenna, but we made a a simple training um, thing sheet for my share pal. You can go to firstparty.club slash leadership initiatives, click on story because we're learning to share God's story in there and you will find the, my share pal training. And so for our leadership, as you get familiar with the, my share pal app, and those questions, um, you can go in and download that training. It's something you can use for a youth group. And to say, you know, basically what we did is we took the the questions and printed them on a sheet, and we want people to role play that. Now, obviously, we want them to download the app. That's the best. But if they're in a situation, oftentimes in a school, they're not allowed to do that. You know, those are blocked. So if, if you're at a club and you're saying, hey, we want to train you on that, there's a sheet so you can role play that. And then once you get out of school, you can go and download the app so you have it with you all the time but there's a little certificate you can get certified by us i don't know what that necessarily means it just means you get a certificate but hopefully it means you're going to go start sharing the gospel that's really what we're trying to do is to help everybody understand that sharing the gospel is not you know these four points or these this three point sermon or anything else it's you know digging into the lives of a person finding out what they really believe and helping them to know that god wants a relationship with them right yeah and that's what this does in a very simple simple way so those things are out there for people to jump in hopefully to encourage them to get on the app to use the app and to just start asking people hey what are what are your spiritual beliefs Mm -hmm. and seeing where the holy spirit leads right
0: yeah for sure that's awesome
2: mm -hmm. so any parting final words thoughts that you have for our audience, words of encouragement to jump out there and use this for the first time, maybe?
0: Yeah. So one thing that I think is super important to remember is what success is when sharing the gospel. And it's simply sharing. It's not having that person give their life to Jesus, your job is to share and let the Holy Spirit do the work. And I think that can be super comforting because it's like, oh, all I have to do is ask these questions and share these verses. And the outcome is up to the person's choice. And statistics tell us that it takes someone up to seven times of hearing the gospel before they decide to give their life to Christ. So you might be the first person that shares with them. So they might not be ready to give their life to Jesus yet, because this is some crazy, crazy information they're like whoa i've never heard about this before or you might be in the middle or you might be the last person who gets to talk to them and when they say yes to giving their life to christ and so just know that um, all you have to do is share and don't feel the pressure to get a yes out of that conversation just do your job in sharing and i also think having accountability to share is super helpful too um within if you got like if you're again if you're a part of a church or a ministry and you guys want to code and you're just um able to see like oh our numbers aren't going up and people sharing the gospel how can we encourage each other to do that and so having that community and people around you who are also on fire for the lord and ready to share so yeah i think that's kind of well
2: and and what you just said too reminds me of something you know dustin said to us last time we were in kansas city you know what is your definition of success um, it's not necessarily getting the yes. If you ask somebody, what is their spiritual beliefs? And even if they're not open to the conversation, you've planted a seed that may be that first of the seven times. Yes. If we look back on our lives and say, oh yeah, here was this moment. But if you go and sit down and ponder that moment, you realize that, There was a ramp building up to that. It wasn't just an Mm -hmm. isolated incident that got you there. There was a lot of things going on in life to get you to whatever, whether it's, you know, salvation or relationships or jobs, whatever, there's a lot of things that go into that. So even if you just ask, what are your spiritual beliefs? And somebody gives you a one sentence answer, that's a seed planted. And if the Holy Spirit doesn't open the door to anything else, that's okay. It's for sure. Yep. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it just gets them thinking about that and Mm -hmm. hopefully they do try to figure out what the truth is. And I mean, I have people give me, especially if I'm sharing like with a middle schooler, a lot of times it is one sentence answers just because they probably haven't thought about it a ton. They're like, Oh, good question. And so Uh I just continue asking those questions, even if it's just one sentence, because then it's like, Oh, okay. I understand that they don't know what their spiritual beliefs are. So since they're, you know, they haven't figured that out yet. It's a great opportunity to share, even if they're like, oh, what?
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. 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 Well, thank you for uh, joining us today. It's yeah. always good to uh, hear and be reminded of the resources that we have out there. Um, this is included again. I think this is the third year that we have it written into our curriculum. So those who are using the new EPIC um, curriculum this year, curriculum is not the right, the EPIC guide this year um for the clubs which will be in Kansas City. I think it's month two or month three is the help week tool that they're using to to do that. So it's it's written in there, it's part of it, and we're excited to to see what God does through the MySharePal platform. So thank you for joining us today, Jenna.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. This is great.
1: Cool. Brad, so obviously a great conversation for you to have with her. Yes. What was one of the highlight moments for you?
2: Uh, just the authenticity of her um, wrestling with, you know, even even when she said, you know, hey, I feel like I need to talk and ask, you know, this person, what are your spiritual beliefs? Which is the first mm-hmm. question of the My Share Pal. Mm -hmm. But then she she wrestles with, no, I don't need to do that. Just like all the rest of us, right? Mm -hmm. She is no, you know, you hear a 16-year-old girl, she's leading a nonprofit ministry, trying to share the gospel. You're like, just uh, amazed, right? But Mm -hmm. at the same time, she's dealing with the same thing the rest of us deal with as far as nerves and anxiety and should I, shouldn't I? Is this the right person? What's God going to do? Am I going to have all the right questions? You know, and she just laid it all out there for us and you know like she said she shared the gospel or she's used the questions 70 times and 44 of those times people have responded and said yes I want to walk with Jesus in my life and so it's just pretty cool to to have a 16 year old student doing that and in addition to doing that to encouraging other 16 year old students to use the my share pal she said she's got a group of people who you know, not, it's not accountability, but they're in spurring each other on mm-hmm. in faith and good works, right? Is really what it is, because they're not out there being legalistic with it. You didn't get that feel at all with her. Um, it's just, hey, let's, we want more people to know that God loves them and the story of Jesus. It's super cool.
1: It reminds me of the idea that fear is not the lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Fear is assumed. For anybody who is going to take a risk, Mm-hmm. Fear is assumed. Okay. Be strong, have courage. Right? Yeah. Well, why would he say be strong, have courage three mm-hmm. times in a row? Because yeah. it's assumed that I'm not sure I can do this. I'm yeah. not sure I have the faith to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea that faith comes from hearing what God is doing in our lives. So her story is so impactful and the My Share Power works because her story has affected her own life, right? Yeah. So she draws back to, well, what has Jesus done in my own life? So mm-hmm. all of those things of us towards being reminded and reminding others that it's it's not a lack of faith Yep. it's assumed you, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a moment where you go does my story matter mm-hmm. yeah your
2: story matters your story does matter it matters and it's right. gonna
1: matter to more than one other person mm-hmm. so her ability to choose um to just go for it yep
2: it's pretty cool that's right that's right well if you haven't done so already uh pull the car over stop what you're doing uh and download the my SharePal app Uh, Begin to familiarize yourself with that. They do have a little training thing there. If you begin the conversation, that's where they they track those. And they'll assume that you're actually having a conversation, but there's a training button on there. Hmm. Give that a click. Familiarize yourself with that. And for me, it's just embedding the question, do you have any spiritual beliefs into your mind? And as you're interacting with people, as God prompts to ask that question, do you have any spiritual beliefs? And uh, see where that takes you. And if you get beyond that question, you know, jump into the app and ask the next one. If you don't get beyond that question, you've planted a seed, and uh, we'll see where God takes that when we get to heaven. So good. Mhm. It's super awesome. So,
1: Brad, that's another podcast. Well done. It is.
2: You as well. Thanks for uh, joining. The most encouraging thing you can do is not give us a five-star review. It's to go download the My SharePal app and begin to use it in your first priority ministry and in your life. So. Thanks for downloading the My Share pile app today and for being a part of the first party movement. Until next week. We'll see you later.
1: See you soon.